Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. Welcome to another exciting episode of So Frail Conversations. And today, as you've seen from the title, we're going to be talking about mama's boys. We're going to be talking about motherfucking mama's boys, yo. But we're not going to be talking about mama's boys in the light that uh, my original demeanor just showed that we might be talking about them. Now, we're going to talk about mama's boys as a core root to why we don't fuck with women. Yeah. It's going to get, it's going to be one of those. It's definitely going to be one of those because a lot of people keep asking, you know, what is misogyny's root? You know, you know, from so frail one, I, you know, talk about misogyny being competition between men, hatred of women, blah, 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 blah. But there's a, there's a defining moment that determines, <clears throat> there's a defining moment that determines whether or not we are critically going to remain in that space. Right. And then how we're going to amplify it. So it's a snowball effect that begins with our moment when we're going to be a mama's boy. And this also low key ties to, you know, the quote unquote being in touch with your feminist side, acting like a girl, whatever the case may be. All of these things create a battle within the self that fucks us all the way over. And it fucks us over so much so that it's we people think that we're at a space of of. Like the shit we do to women is foul, but at some point it's not a state of life. It's not a way of life, but it's a, a a moment to try to prove a point. Like, I don't think we get that point. The trauma and shit that we inflict on women is us in a sense, trying to prove that we don't like women. But where did that start? Like, where's the root in that shit? Like, like having multiple women, not giving a fuck about them, fucking them. Find them, fat, find them, fucking them and forgetting them. And then, you know, making jokes about it, you know, fucking this chick to go tell your homies and then your homies trying to creep her and this, that, and the third. And all of this shit has an exception that we don't really, we don't really consider the most. You know what I mean? I'm big on, you know what I'm saying? Like, just a quick tangent. This is what masculinity is about. Analysis and deconstruction. I'm big on getting the root problems caused with a lot of shit. And I, I dive deep into a lot of different concepts and a lot of different ideologies. And I figure out. What the fuck is the issue with why this is so real? And when it comes to the mama's boy complex, not even a complex, just the mama's boy ideology, it really makes us either, it makes us fucked up and it makes us hate women. You feel me? It makes us hate women. And there's a heavy fuel that is tied to it. Now, if you read So Frail, um, one, I mentioned about chapter, I think it was chapter three or chapter two, but it was mama's baby initial emasculation, right? And mind you, emasculation is the um, in a, is is when you have the inability to um, analyze and deconstruct your world. That's what it is to emasculate, right? Now, when we look at a woman's emasculation, there's a, a a hidden gem in that that we don't necessarily see, and that's when our fathers are present. Who, like our mothers, can still be the cause of our emasculation. I ain't gonna say the cause; they can be the catalyst of our emasculation if our fathers evolved or if our fathers are absent based off of the mama's boy ideation, right? We have two different totally, we have two totally different realities that have, have, have been shaped and molded, but ultimately they lead to the same thing, right? And when we consider what a mama's boy is, in the beginning, <laughs> in the beginning, well, at the beginning, I'm not going to say in the, at the beginning of it all and in the beginning of it all, the mama's boy is a choice and it is a reality that we're telling our sons not to love their mothers. Right. And you're telling them we one thing we always do 
to our boys is we deny their feelings and we invalidate their feelings, right? Both the good ones and the bad ones. You feel me? The good feelings, the first feelings that we have, we exhibit towards our mother. Love, care, compassion, you know. But what are we told when we do that? Leave her alone. Get off of her. You a mama's boy. You this, that, and the third. Leave her alone. And it's, wow, how do I, how do you stop me from doing that? I have to turn them off. To turn them off, what do I have to do? I have to completely silence that side of me. So when you constantly hear that you're a mama's boy over and over again, you have two choices. One, you either accept it and then tie into the reality that a mama's boy isn't a real man. (laughs) Or you deny it and you fight tooth and nail to prove that you're not a mama's boy so you can prove to be a real fucking man. And the whole time as you're this, this is what you're developing as a man, you're shunning the feminine principle. Not only that, you're shunning the feeling that you get off of women, the positive feeling that you get from women. So what does that develop into? Oh, when we have our first crushes, what do we do? We pull their hair. We do quote unquote love taps. We trip them and shit only to find out, oh, that they, I really liked you. Why were you so abusive to her verbally? And, and because the mama's boy shunning the mama and, and claiming and, and monikering a man as a mama's boy or a boy as a mama's boy, it starts to develop the level of abuse necessary to prevent those feelings to, to stop those feelings. You have to become abusive in some way, shape or form. It may not necessarily just be physically, maybe verbally in which you pick on, on women or whatever the case may be. But all of this inception begins with the mama's boy. And I'm going to break it down and I'm going to break it down as we go forward. But before we dive heavy into this, be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore, just underscore seen underscore. Be sure to check out my website at IamJustSeen.com to get all things that are just seen. So all those who tip, donate, and sponsor the podcast, you are greatly appreciated. So all those who would like to tip, donate, and sponsor the podcast, you can do so by clicking the link in the description of your podcast. Not this episode, but the podcast itself. And as always, Cash App and PayPal are just fine. And that's that for this, and that's this for that. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to dive into so real conversations. Mama's boy. That don't even sound cool. That don't even sound like a good-ass fucking title no more. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to say the... Because I want more... It feels like it needs more words. So real conversations. Mama's boys. I'm going to leave it at that. Fuck it. I don't give a damn. The content is going to be the content. When we take it, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to dive into So For Real Conversations, Mama's Boys. And don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add the So For Real series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the markets for serious trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags, Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So take a quick peek into my world to see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. And you will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. 
And without further ado, we're going to dive straight into this shit. And now, let me go ahead and clear the air because I know what a motherfucker might be thinking. Oh, Scene always wanted to be a mama's boy when he was young and shit. I've been both. I've been a mama's boy and I've been shunned for being a mama's boy. And, um, but I've also experienced my homies and shit as we grew up and the loyalty we have for mothers that may have dis- have been uh, against us. The the loyalty and the love that we try to have for women who have emasculated us. It's it's a, it's a double-edged sword because innately we really feel a certain way, but then we have to project a certain way because then things develop and make us change. You feel me? The mama's boy, we always loved our mothers. See, and this is where it's going to become a problem because this right here, I'm going to go ahead and say this because I might forget, and this was one of the most important reasons why I wanted to have this episode in the first place. The way in which our culture has been developed in the assimilation, assimilation into Caucasian society through integration, you know, Martin's burning house and shit, what they end up doing, they always talk about how, oh, they take the man out of the home and blah, blah, blah and shit. But because we always focus on the, we always focus on the top down instead of down, instead of the bottom up, we never realize the core of how the cycles remain repeated. We never pay attention to the children. We never give a fuck about children. It's it's just children are just like not humans to us for some fucking reason. And that is problematic because you never realize the moment when you transition from being a child to, to an adult. You feel what I'm saying? So you never maintain that importance or develop that importance within self until you leave. And then now you have to create a cycle that is like children don't matter. Children ain't humans. Children just little motherfuckers. Like that's really what you develop in. And I'm, I'm saying that loosely because it may not be everybody, but you still have an exception where you can look at a child and feel like they're not as important to you. There's there's adults who will say shit like children are too young to understand certain shit, so they won't explain certain shit to them. But children are capable of understanding if you learn how to explain it to them. All you have to do is put it on their level. A lot of people don't have that capacity. They don't want to do that part. So what happens is we end up getting in a space where we overlook our children and our children have vital importance. And so we think the little shit that happens to them, it don't fucking matter. Like we grow up, it's weird. We develop our own childhood traumas and we think that a child, we, we have our own childhood traumas that have molded us into the fucked up adults that we are. But we don't think that in the moment our children are developing their traumas right fucking now in real time. Because we're like, I may not be doing exactly what my parental structure did, or I may not be doing this, but it's like, what are they actually developing? And you're not communicating, oh, because they're too young for this. You ever heard the phrase of, you know, child repeats an adult, yo, you're getting on my nerves. An adult says, you ain't got no nerves. Hmm. Invalidation with a capital I. You feel what I'm saying? But the reason why I'm saying that, and I put that old point into perspective, is because from children, and we're going to tie this into how integration plays out, children, there's two dynamics you have. I'm just going to speak on the court. You have mama's boys and you have daddy's little girls. Daddy's little girls are perfectly fine. Mama's boys are perfectly wrong. Right? When integration happened with Reaganomics, the crack epidemic, the uh, the three-strike rule, school to the prison pipe, like there's a lot of strategic things done to keep the man out of the home, right? And to keep the, the woman strong and independent. Now, That's the man and the woman. But let's look at the children. The design is to create mama's boys. No, to have the design of the mama's boys is to make the boys not be mama's boys while still encouraging the girls to be daddy's girls when the father isn't absent. Look at this equation. This is a mathematical equation. You can factor in and get A plus B equals C. Because now when I want to be a mama's boy, I have to be the man of the house. 
because the father is gone. So now I have to have that rigidness now in the rigidity of, you know what I'm saying? And now this is not just necessarily when a father's out of the home because the father could still be in the home working all of the time, 12 hours, putting in all of his time. But then this, he becomes, he no longer becomes a father. He becomes the authoritarian and he's only stepping in for discipline. That's the only time he's there. He doesn't have any authority outside of that until it's time to be a disciplinarian. Outside of that, it's the mama. So now in the process of, you feel me, the little boy developing, he wants to be around his mom. Like, come on, like, y'all really, let's let's keep it 100 with you. And this is why a lot of the subconscious shit comes on. When we talk about Dr. Francis Quest Wilson, the elder, the ancestor, you feel me? She mentions the baby boy complex, right? The baby boy complex is a, is a variation of the mama's boy complex, right? Because in which the 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 coddling remains but it all derives from the same root of how do we approach being a mama's boy because being daddy's girls is perfectly fine so that makes women want to go towards men when they get older because they're programmed to find that love that a father is supposed to give daddy's little girl you hear women all the time say my daddy treated me like this my daddy treated me like that my daddy did this my daddy did that and it sets a standard but a man cannot approach a relationship and said my mama treated me like this everybody's gonna shit on him and you need to get out of that you ain't no mama's boy you need to get out of that shit i don't care i've literally heard this myself i've heard women say i my father set this standard for me so you will honor that in the same breath these same women no cap no bullshit these same women have said i don't give a fuck about how your mama treated you i'm not your mama how does that make sense why does that make sense and why is it okay? And it derives from the root of the mama's boy ideation. Because one of two ways is going to happen. People think that when you are the mama's boy, you become weak. In contrast, it actually makes you a lot stronger. and makes you actually care for women. You dig what I'm saying? Because you have to realize that when you continually be called, uh, like when we say, oh, that's daddy's little girl. Do you see how much energy, how much peaceful energy we have with that? Like it's supposed to happen. But when you say a boy is a mama's boy, you know, you feel how negative that energy is. Nobody wants to feel that. When a boy gets called a mama's boy, he, no, I ain't, no, I ain't. He gets the, almost the same feeling as he gets when he's crying. And they like, what are you crying for? He can't answer you. Yo, I'm crying because I'm frustrated. I'm pissed off. He immediately decides I have to stop crying. You're asking me a rhetorical question. You don't really want to know the answer. You're asking me a rhetorical question as a command to make me stop doing something. So that same energy is tied into mama's boys. So as we're developing as little boys, yeah, think about it. We come out the womb. We need to be hugged. We need to be swaddled. We need to be breastfed. It's like, and then it just like, it's almost like we wean off of, we're not even weaned off of, we just, it's, fuck them. It's like, yo, you're going to have to figure this shit out on your own. Once you learn to walk and talk, by three years old, by two or three years old, that's when it's like, yo, get off her. Leave your mama alone. Get from under her. You feel me? It's like, why, nigga? I love my mama. I want to be around my mama. So it's going to create two dynamics on one aspect. And this is the dynamic of how perception becomes reality. Because the perception of a mama's boy is that if you are a mama's boy, you are a weak, effeminate man. False sentiment. If you're not a mama's boy, you are the strong, dominant man. False sentiment. You feel what I'm saying? But children, their minds are so impressionable that they don't know how to differentiate between, they don't know how to prevent themselves from making extremes with the own information that they're being presented. We think children don't know any better. The fact is, even if children don't know any better, their imaginations make them know everything. So they can create whatever. Y'all remember that show, Bobby's World? I know you do. 
Bobby's world is a quintessential piece of the importance of of making sure you're explaining the right shit to your children. Because soon as somebody says something to Bobby's world, his imagination went wild and he created something else. Every one of us have that same reality within us. I don't know why we don't express it. I don't know why we don't have this conversation more. You feel what I'm saying? I'm glad we're having it now with so frail conversations because it's important here. But if you tell a motherfucker something, their imagination runs with it. And we still trigger that shit into adults and we don't know how to separate the differentiate um differentiate between fantasy and reality. You in a relationship. If a month this is why motherfuckers, I gotta have a person's phone access. I need to know this, then the third. So that way my imagination can't create fucked up scenarios because I only know how to create fucked up scenarios. But anywho, I digress on that one. So let's bring it back to the mama's boy thing. So you're developing your son. Daddy's girls are perfectly fine. Mama's boys are wrong. So mama's boys are going to develop into one side. You think, oh, you're going to be the effeminate man. The father's out of the home. Or if the father's in the home, don't be on your mama and this, that, and the third. That's what makes it worse when the father is in the home. Well, both of the, the realities create a form of whatever they're going to create. I'm, I'm going to break that down. But when the father is in the home, it creates that cold, emotionally unavailable man. Because it's like, yo, leave your mom alone. Men don't do that. Like, and you don't even see your father. And then when you don't see your father loving on your mama like that, you might see him kiss her from time to time, and you, but you don't see him hold her hand. You know what I'm saying? You don't see her caress a scalp or no shit like that, grease a scalp, just let her lay on him and shit and hug on her. You don't see him do any of that. So now, simultaneously, while you're learning that boys ain't supposed to be like that with their mamas, you watching a man with, with the mother with his his wife, girlfriend, or whatever, not show that same affection. It shuts down the connection that men are not supposed to be affectionate towards women. And when you have the other side where the mama is telling her son, don't be soft, don't be punk, don't be no mama's boy. He's like, damn, even women don't want me to be this. And fast forward to today, what do we have? Tying it back into the statement, a woman can boldly say, my father set a standard for me and you will honor that. But at the same time, I don't care what your mama did for you. I'm not your mama. Well, I'm not your daddy either. But that ties into a different conversation. I might have the conversation on daddy's little girls later, but that ties into a different conversation because it's like we still have to carry ourselves as if we're the woman's daddy, not her husband, not her man. You feel me? As her daddy. Come on now. Think about the whole concept. Like, And women can call a man zaddy and it'd be cool damn daddy and shit like that but dudes and they wonder why when we approach when we call them ma it's we're looking for that because the mama's boy ideation won't allow us to have that 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 connection the way it's supposed to be made right so we start shunning women we start shunning now this shit starts when you're like three you feel me not fuck the fuck the bullshit about when we learn how to ride a bike or try to ride skates and shit and we fall and they like don't don't look at them Cause he's going to cry. If a girl fell right now, scrape the knee, you're going to pick her up. I get it. Oh, she's a little girl, but she's three kids are three. At what point do we, do we stop making these monsters? Because there's nothing wrong with being able to embrace your feelings. A boy can fall several times and he eventually stops crying. It eventually stops hurt. But at the same time, he needs to be able to know that I can feel you. All right, nigga, did you not just see me fall backwards off that fucking bike? All right, cool. But then now it's tied into the emotional availability that makes us cold and rugged. Like as far as the physical aspect, rough and rugged. But when it comes to the emotional side, we love to sit up under our mamas. We love to be like, there's not a man alive who can consciously say that he's never felt any kind of, he never felt the desire to have any kind of compassion with his mama. Where one, where days he just wanted to hug on her, days he just wanted to kiss her, but he couldn't. 
He couldn't. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I get it, motherfuckers is awesome. Oh, that's weird shit. Boys ain't supposed to do that. Since when? When does it, when do you stop? When do you have to stop? Because that's when it starts. Because now when we tie that in to boys, you don't act like that with a mama. We don't really, we know that mama's a title, but we also register that she's a woman. She's a girl. So in our minds, in the little boy's mind, I don't register that. I just don't need to do this with my mama. I don't need to do this with my mama or anything that looks and feels like my mama, which is all girls, all women. So how do I prevent myself from being a mama's boy? You call a boy a mama's boy. No, I'm not. Well, man up there, show me what a mama's like. And how does he know what a mama's boy? He has to look at the heartless motherfucker who mistreats women. That's what it is to not be a mama's boy. I have to do what I can to not to not respond to my mama a certain way. You feel me? I have to. So then now, now as he develops, he becomes a teenager and shit. Now he becomes disrespectful. Because you're not paying attention is I'm still growing in love for you. You're taking care of me. I'm around you all the time. You make me laugh. You make me smile. You cook for me. You make me feel good. And I'm not supposed to embrace these feelings. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? That's insanity running in his mind right now. That's a mental health issue developing in his mind right now because what reality I'm truly feeling is being invalidated. You're not supposed to feel like that. You're not supposed to feel like that about your mom. So we create that hard exterior and that hard interior. Don't be a mama's boy. You're going to be soft. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. Emotions and feelings do not are not what make you soft. Being soft is what makes you soft. Using those emotions and feelings to become soft is what makes you soft. Because it can easily make you just as hard. Because those same motherfuckers that have these unbent feelings are the motherfuckers that go shoot people and beat people up for no reason. That's not soft. That's in control of your emotions. That's being out of control with your feelings. You're not in tune, not tapped in and understanding them. Right? So we're not teaching our boys to love their mothers. We're not teaching our boys to love our mothers. We don't love our mothers. We tolerate them within the confines of it's permissible for me to give this kind of affection to a woman and it'd be okay. I can hug my mama for important events or shit like that. And you wonder why when you are out in public or something, your girl want to hold your hand and shit, you feel awkward. You feel awkward. You know why? Cause you've never had that. Little girls can sit and cuddle up under their daddies all day long and it'd be perfectly fine. But a little boy trying to sit in color, it feels awkward. Everybody says, move, get up. You can't be sitting there. And you wonder why when you get older, when a woman comes to sit, sit beside you and she wants to cuddle with you, you get that uneasy feeling and don't even know where it come from. Now, again, I get it. People are like, see, that's your experience. It's not my experience. This is my observation. This is my observation. I've literally sat and watched my homies. I sat and watched like people we've never, I've been in my homies cribs and shit and I can see that their sisters and shit sitting with their pops and all of that or whatever the case may be. And I see them just, we just stay up. I'm like, why are we all like that? I didn't really think nothing of it because that's how boys are. We hard, we rugged. Now, when it becomes extra problematic is we're developing this mentality. It's already not like women. And now we're simultaneously at the same age, probably a year or two later, being programmed to stay away from them fast ass little girls. That's double confirmation right there. First, you're telling us, you know what? Don't love on your mama. Don't care about your mama. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like you and you have that innate feeling. A man right now to this day, you better not say anything slick. Like they wonder why when we get into fights and you know what I'm saying? Don't talk about a man's mama. His true feelings for her really come out. He'll fuck you up for his mama. That's why mama jokes never flew with us. When you growing up as a kid, your mama, boom, we got to fight. 
that hit a different level of our soul because it hit our unconscious mind, right? And that's what was attacked. Our conscious mind is what has to say, oh, nah, man, I don't give a fuck about, you know what I'm saying? I ain't no mama's boy. I ain't this, that, and the third. And it's like, now a motherfucker say something about your mama, you disrespected her. Respect is to men what love is to women. But anywho, you disrespected her. And now I have to respond as the protector for that. You feel me? So where does it stop? Because it becomes a point where it's just like, yo, dude, I remember when it happened to me. You feel me? I've always been a mama's boy. I've claimed it. I didn't I didn't give a fuck. Like, I've been a mama's boy. And me and my brother used to always be at odds because he was programmed not to be a mama's boy. You feel me? And so he would always talk shit. You a mama's boy, man. Get from under her. Like I would always hear it from him. We're seven years apart. You feel me? And I would be like, okay, dang. But it's like I always had that. So what I'm saying is from him, it was like him saying, I wanted to be like him. I wanted to emulate my brother. He ain't a mama's boy, so I ain't going to be a mama's boy. All right. But then I always noticed him and my mama stayed at odds. They always argued for fucking what? It was stupid shit, too. I'm like, what the fuck are you arguing for? Like, that doesn't even require an argument, whatever. But anywho, <clears throat> in that, I get where it came from because my brother grew up with our pops. I didn't. You feel me? So I can understand him saying, yeah, don't be a mama's boy and shit like that programming my brother. And, you know what I'm saying? The whole time. You feel me? But at the same token, it's like you're watching these things. And you're developing a, a personality trait within you. You're developing who you are within yourself for this. So I remember the moment it stopped. I mean, I used to fight in school all the time and shit. Like, now, granted, this was elementary school. So when I used to scrap at elementary school and shit, it'll be like my excuse. Sometimes I just beat motherfuckers up. Not on no bully type shit. It'll be like, I didn't really need a reason if you said you wanted to fight. Like, there was no talk. There was no, yeah, you, like, I, but the excuse was that I, like, if I beat up a white person, I tell my mama they call me a nigga. And if I, you know, beat up a black person, anybody else said they called you a bitch. You feel me? But sometimes it'll be on some shit. It'll be simple shit. Like, we'd be playing basketball and the motherfucker, you know, push me and shit. And I'd get up ready to fight because I was that volatile. So I had a way to make an excuse for my volatility. I'm like, nah, ma, he called you a bitch. And one day she sat me down and she was like, but am I a bitch? And I was like, no, but that's the right in that moment, it silenced it. It was, it became of, I have to suppress what I really feel for my mother because I know that what you're saying is not real about her, but that doesn't change how I feel. And that's when our feelings become invalidated, even if it's for a good thing, because I understand what my mama was doing. The way in which I fought, nigga, nigga, it was like crazy, bro. It's like, yo, who, who, why are you so angry? I wasn't really angry. I just didn't like to be punked. I didn't like motherfuckers to try to put me in a position where they were going to make me feel like they were going to fuck me up or fuck with me. So I fought. You feel me? I had to, I was not necessarily proving the point, but I was like, I'm not a bitch. I'm not a bitch. Like, you will not make me a bitch. Like, you cannot do it. So I fought a lot because of that. But I seen where she was going with that. And because I kept using that excuse, yeah, mom, they called you a bitch. She was like, but am I a bitch? You can't fight every time somebody says something about me that you know isn't true. I was like, but still, mom, you got to understand. Like, it's the, at the time, I didn't really understand what I was saying, but I guess it's the principle of the thing. It's, mass. it's a man thing, Gina. It's the principle of the thing. But in it being the principle of the thing that can create and develop you into the, the you know what I'm saying, the monster. But what that also sets up the tone for is I don't fight for it. Because you're not, a lot of people aren't realizing that as boys that young, we're not separating the title of the person. We're, sep we're acknowledging the being. I don't fight for beings like this. Because that slippery slope of, 
if do you am I a bitch or not? It's like now you want now you're involved with women who like, why don't men protect us? Because I know that you're not any of the things that they're calling you, they're saying to you or anything about you. Same way I knew that they weren't about my mama. So if I wasn't able to respond, think about this. If I was not programmed or conditioned or even allowed to respond this way from my mama, what the fuck you think I'm going to do with a woman that I'm just now meeting? Oh, it's that deep. It's that deep. And it's the root takes precedence and it, and it really, it really holds. So as we're developing this shit, we're we're internalizing these realities and now we go from wanting to be around the women that we like and then now we can only in order and now it becomes a different sword because in order to be around women and not catch these feelings where we feel like we have to be under her where we feel like we want to cuddle where we feel like we want to love on her and kiss on her and hold on her we have to involve ourselves with women we don't like there's a conversation that's been going on. It's like, yo, men are emotionally attracted to men or whatever the case may be. They're low-key gay, blah, blah, blah. No, it has nothing to do with that shit. And that's why a lot of the men are confused because we're not able to have this real genuine conversation of what the core really is. It's because we're not allowed to be mama's boys. We are not allowed to care for our mama. So if we cannot care or show any kind of ounce of affection or compassion or love towards the woman that pushed us out of the room, fuck the rest of these hoes, respectfully. And I'm using that for dramatic effect because y'all know how I do. But it's fuck these hoes. If I'm not even supposed to or allowed to respond to my mama without feeling emasculated because people are going to make it seem like something's wrong with me, what do you think happens with these hoes? So now when a motherfucker comes and does something to your woman and it's like, oh, so now you want to fight over a bitch. I ain't fighting over no bitch. I ain't fighting over no girl, man. It's not even that. It's deep. It's a lot deeper. And we we hold these things into our reality and we carry them into our futures. And it starts then. So again, I'm going to keep reiterating this point. So what happens when the boy who was denied, who was not allowed to be the mama's boy, meets the girl who was allowed to be the daddy's little girl? When the man who was never allowed to be the mama's boy meets the woman who was always daddy's little girl, what the fuck you think is going to happen with their relationship? Because most of the relationships are established like that. Girl, find you a man who's going to make you feel like daddy made you feel, whether daddy was present or absent or not. But then for the boys, find a woman who's going to make you feel the way your mama made you feel. But I was never allowed to express how I felt with my mama. So no matter how much you make me feel that, I can't express it to you. I can love you with every ounce of my heart, with everything in me. And you'll never know because you'll never feel it because I can't show it. I can't show it. Because I was talking to somebody, it was like, I was like, yo, y'all got to stop grouping everything is the same. Men don't have love languages. Women do. So every woman's, what's your love language? I don't have a love language. I have a respect language. Because respect is to men with love is to women. Wow, I never heard that before. I know you didn't. You know why? Because nobody gives a fuck about what the fuck a boy has to go through. Nobody gives a fuck about a boy's feelings. Because all of this shit is feeling based. And it's the feelings that, that give us respect. Just like it's the feelings that give you guys love. You feel me? So we are on a space where we have respect languages and a lot of the, a lot of the shit that we stay away from or we go towards is what we get respect from. You feel me? So now, like I said, when you are in a space where, you know, and if you and that Kendrick Lamar song, we cry together, right? When they did the video and she was like, he said, she said something about your mama. Don't even like me. But I say, oh, fuck are you talking about? Don't be talking about my motherfucking mama like that. That is the quandary. The way in which he was responding to her is 
is how it is programmed when you are a mama's boy, when you are told that you can't be a mama's boy. Because now it reverberates to, I have to do whatever I can to show that I don't like my mama. To show like somehow these feelings that I'm feeling, I got to erase them. I can't, I can't do away with them. Nobody wants to sit and look at the, the, the traumatized little boy who can't be, you know, you fall, you want your mama to hold you. Now, granted, this is not to say go on forever. I even mentioned this in So Frail too, in So Frail. You know what I'm saying? It's not a matter of, oh, you got to coddle him. That's why I say with love comes correction, because this gets to the other side of it. The mama's boy complexes develop off of the fear that a woman is going to coddle her son, which ultimately happens anyway. Because he's never able to be loved correctly to where it corrects him. Our daughters, our boys are, our boys are loved. Our boys are raised. No, no, no. Our boys are loved and coddled and our daughters are raised. We raise our daughters well. Think about it. When a daughter leaves it, if you put, like, when we consider both of them when they get 18, who can leave and be successful? The boys are still trying to fuck up because they, we're, we've been coddled. Our mothers coddle us, but they raise our daughters. You feel me? And then our fathers aren't there because either they're absent fathers or they're at work all the fucking time and they only can come home to be an authoritarian. He's an enforcer. Wait till your daddy get home, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, damn, the only time you experience me is when it's time to enforce some discipline within you. While I told you the entire time not to be a mama's boy, which means don't have any level of respect or care for your mama. And we don't know how dangerous that is because we're looking at it from a perspective of a kid. You feel me? Yeah, this definitely ties directly into the into integration of our of our cultures. Something that I've learned growing up, because, you know, integration, you're around, like, I've learned that the white boys never liked their mamas. We laugh. We laugh at the shit that they do. But now we're starting to see us exhibit the very behaviors that they did. How did we get that? Well, you wasn't raised in the house. I'm around them 24-7 when I go to school. I hear the conversations about how the white boys love their dads more than they love their moms. Our culture is a little bit different. But we've assimilated into their culture, so now we have taken it on. Listen to how they talk about their mamas. I want to kill my mom. You feel me? You seen the Dr. Phil shit where the white little chubby white boy slapped his mom and said, let me talk. You feel me? Watch this shit, bro. And we wonder why. And this is the shit that got us fucked up because our women assimilated into the feminist movement. And then they became those women that brought that shit home. We never paid attention to that. Why are they beefing with each other? And why are we involved in a beef that ain't have shit to do with us? That's they beef because it's cultural for them. Because that mama's boy shit, that was their shit. We always revered our mothers. Go back into the history. Go back into the history, the real history. Fuck the religion at this point because the religion even doesn't let you. Like the religion literally tells you, like this is how I knew that this was never our shit. The religion, the religion really tells you that. A woman is not supposed to speak in the presence of a man, right? But for one, a, a, when a boy comes of age, of manhood, he no longer has to listen to his mama. Crazy, right? That could not have been African or Africoid in any way, shape, or form. And by Africoid, I'm not just speaking on African. I'm speaking on the African continent. I'm speaking on the American continent. I'm speaking on the Caribbean islands. I'm speaking on all of that shit because that has never been within us. We have always revered and respected the woman equally to the man. 
because we created the ego ecosystem and not the ego system. But again, we've assimilated now. So our boys go in there around the Caucasian boys all the time. Same Caucasian boys who you know, oh, he slaps his mom, he cusses his mama out. Little Timmy said this, that, and the third to his mama. Why? Why? Because that is a part of their culture. So when we integrate into a culture that is anti, that is <laughs> that is completely polar opposite to us, what the fuck you think is gonna happen when we when we get in those certain pockets and those certain zones? You feel what I'm saying? That whole ideology of don't be a mama's boy, that was never our original design. But we're using that fucking design and we're using it better or I ain't gonna say better. We're using it in a higher magnitude than they are. You feel what I'm saying? Because and now we wonder how it develops to where, oh, the monster in law shit. How does a son always end up picking a woman his mother doesn't like? Because he picks a woman who's nothing like his mother. You don't feel anything like my mother. And because of that, when the mother and the, the daughter-in-law never... Like, that shit is not in... It's in black culture now. But that shit wasn't always in our cultures. To where the mother and the daughter don't like each other. You feel what I'm saying? Because that animosity comes in. Because also, another aspect to that is like, in a part of this mama boy complex, you develop a closer bond with your sister if you have one than you do with your mama. Same as if, same as when a father develops a different relationship with the daughter than the woman, because all of this is about a programming. This is why people be like, how come men don't change until they have a daughter? Because they, they're finally in a position where they're able to receive love and give love without restraint to a woman. It's too late then. But that's when the man says, you know what? Dog, I've been wrong all this time. But now I got to eat the fact that I started off not wanting to be a mama's boy because that's what was going to make me a man. Then I became a teenager who didn't love these hoes. But now all of a sudden, that's literally when we look at his it, two generations off rip. And then the third is the daughter. And it seems crazy. Well, I ain't going to say the third. The second is the daughter. So it's like. First, I go from the generation above me, which is my mama. You feel me? That starts off with I'm a mama's boy. I can't be a mama's boy. So I got to disrespect. I got to throw little snarky remarks. I got to say certain shit. I can't kiss on my mama no more. Sometimes I'll be wanting to hug my mama. I'll be wanting my mama to hug me because I'm feeling this way and I can't. People make the joke. When was the last time your mama hugged you? Yeah, that's a real good question. It's not funny. It's not a real funny thing because we have been programmed to believe that if that is the case, your son is going to be soft. Now, now. You, you denied him of the shit, and now he's cold, mean, and heartless. I didn't raise you like that. You don't think you raised me like that because of what you deprived me of was a catalyst for what this became. You feel me? So now I have that aspect. Now that trickles into because as the boys go into the culture, we go into their schools. You feel me? Now we see the women that feel like our mamas. Damn, my mama made me smile like that. Damn, my mama make me get butterflies like that when she do certain things and she make like, you feel me? These things happen. But now I'm around boys who also feel that we can't do this shit. So they're going to pick on me. Ha, <laughs> you like her. Yeah, I do. I'm not, I'm not supposed, no, 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 I don't like her. She's this and the third. See, I'm going to prove that I don't like her. You push her down, pull her hair, and you love everything about this little girl. So that mama's boy shit turns to bitches ain't shit. From not wanting to be a mama's boy because comes graduates into not loving these hoes. 
but it doesn't snap back into reality. Oh, there goes gravity. So don't no matter me. Nope, it's so crabby. <laughs> forge and the forge when the porch forge. Nah, let me stop. I ain't gonna fall in like that. Look. Anyway, you feel me? That part comes into when we have our first daughter. That's when it's like, nigga. I got to make sure that I give her the love and pour her and pour the love into her that I never gave any other woman. See, the thing about the daughter, by the time you have her, you should have had practice. That shouldn't be your first time loving a woman for real. But it's actually our first. It should be your last time considering how you're supposed to progress through life. But it doesn't. It's our first. And that's when it hits us. <gasps> I had never been loving these hoes. Damn it. Even the one I actually had the baby with, I don't love her. I don't like her. I do not show her any ounce of affection, even though I care. And it's not until tragedy hits that she steps up and sees, he may not be here all the time, but when it's crunch time, because I really do care, but I can't show it. I've never been able to. I've never been able to, because I've never been able to say that I actually cared about my mom and I love, I love my mom and I like my mom. I had to keep it in the dark. You dig what I'm saying? For the sake of not looking soft. For the sake of not being soft. You feel me? And that wasn't the case. That wasn't the case. Some of the hardest motherfuckers ever. And they wonder why, like, you feel me? Why do why, why do you, why do men fight for their homeboys? Why do they ride for their homeboys more? Because it's permitted. I was taught never to love these hoes. I was taught never to love a woman. Because I was taught never to actually show any kind of ounce of affection towards the woman that actually put me into this world. So you want to talk about mama issues. My mama issues don't necessarily stem. They're not going to necessarily stem from us, extend from us having a negative re relationship with our mother. It comes from not having a positive one either. And by proxy, just because you don't have a positive one doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have a negative one. It means you shut down and don't have one at all. Because now I'm getting older and now I'm, be I'm reaffirming it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sitting under my mama. I'm not doing little things like, I remember one time, I was in I was in undergrad and I was involving myself. Uh, I was with this woman and shit and I was greasing her scalp and like her roommate walked in. I was like, girl, how you get him to grease your scalp? She was like, he just, you know, she was like, not only did that, he helped me put my relaxer in. Like she wanted to do her own uh, relaxer and shit. And so I was like, all right, look, just read instructions on the box. And it's like, I didn't see nothing wrong. Like when it burned, I had you wash it out. You know what I'm saying? It was simple shit. But then after she finished the shit, I was greasing her scalp and everything. And her roommate walked in and was like, oh, my gosh, you better keep him or whatever the case may be. And I was like, yo, he's greasing your scalp. I can hear them in the other room. I'm like, girl, he ain't not greasing her scalp and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? But I grew up doing that. Like, my mama would, you know, she'd be laying down on the couch. She'd be like, where you want to grease my scalp? Sure. Why not? You feel me? Then I take the part the shit, scratch in between the scalp and shit with the comb, grease the motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? She'll go to sleep. I didn't see it as anything like as a kid. I couldn't perceive that anything. My brother wouldn't do it, though. I never seen my brother do it. My brother would never be asked to do it. But he was also older. I had to be like four or five, maybe. You feel me? But it's like little things like that I was allowed to do. You feel what I'm saying? But again, like I said, the conflict. Because as my brother was like, yo, you a mama's boy. Stop. He would tell my mom, stop babying him. My mom, I'm not babying him. It's like, what do you mean? Like that? And I get it. I get what it was because that same conversation that he's having was the same conversation my dad would have with my mom about him. So now he's having that conversation about me because he thinks that's the way it's supposed to be. 
then it came a point I wanted to be like my brother. So the only way to be my like my brother is to stop, you know, catering to my mama. And then that's when it started. I just distanced myself from her. I stopped like trying to, you know, vibe and shit. And then I noticed that. I noticed that even our responses towards our mother based off of that, like, don't fuck with our sister, though. Nigga, don't fuck with our sister. We will we'll put you in a box over my sister because that's okay. Because everybody like, yo, you protect your sibling. And it's that like everybody gave that. But it was like, I think that was a saving grace, too, to where our relationships went in. Because now when you develop a relationship, you're building it off of the simultaneous women in your space. So it creates a conflict. Like, I'm not supposed to love you, but I'm supposed to care about you enough to be in the the, the, the space that I need to be in. You feel what I'm saying? And that becomes dangerous. That really becomes dangerous because as we get older and we develop, we we stop paying attention. And now I said, I know I use my own family, but like I said, I'm watching our culture develop this way. I'm watching our culture develop this way to where it's like, because the boys can be deprived, the women want to step in the most and 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 give them, you know, try and, and step in and coddle. You feel me? So it's like one of the two realities has to happen because now when we become those boys who, you know, we start to get the, like, most of us largely would never hit our mothers. No matter how aggressive we get, no matter how, like, you feel me? But in their mothers trying to assert their quote unquote dominance, now this is solely for the single side, but their mothers trying to like, they got to say certain shit. I bust you in your face or you feel me? You act like you want to hit me. I wish you would and shit. Like you put him in a fucked up quandary because he, he does not act like he wants to hit you. He does not wish he wants to hit you. But now you're fucking with him. Now I'm really going to hate women now. Because I've always been told that I got to stop. And it's like now I'm seeing for what it is. Like this is why they told me not to be around women. This is why they're telling me, you feel me? Because now, like, look at how you're responding to me. I didn't do shit to you. All I wanted was for you to, to, to all I ever wanted was to be able to, to hug on you and, and love on you. But I can't get that. Because, oh, yeah, I'm really a man now. I'm really a boy now. I'm tough. I got to be tough. I can't be this. I can't be soft. I can't be nothing. Like, none of us don't do no shit like that. When a boy's mama dies, when a man's mother passes away, it's different. It's different. You know why? Because the the connection that he once had, the connection that he that he needed to have, he was deprived of all of his life, told that being a mama's boy is wrong. And this is the one moment when it's finally okay to express the feelings towards your mama and she's gone. That's devastating. That's devastating as fuck nobody nobody will ever understand that pain my mom's still here I'm, I'm, my mom is still here so I'm not saying it but when I watch some of the men that I know who have lost their mothers but I knew them as they developed and I watched how I could see the love that they didn't get but they knew that they had all of the moments when now that plays into your mind all the moments when you could have hugged her all the moments when you could have kissed on her, all the moments you could have felt certain things that you never got to express. When something happens to her, you like, fuck. Takes you back to the kid and you makes you remember all of the things that you once had that you missed because you were so busy worrying about trying to not be a mama's boy. That is a powerful reality that we're often overlooking. 
you don't know how to be strong emotionally because you never learn how. That was a woman's job to teach. Like, people don't get that. The father's job is to teach us how to be physically strong. Boys and girls, how to be physically strong. The mother's job is how to teach boys and girls how to be emotionally strong. And we're taught to not like women. If you read So Frail 2, this is why I talk about the different levels of energy. You have fraternal energy, you have spousal energy, and you have paternal energy. By proxy, you have the feminine side of that, which is the maternal energy, spousal energy, and then sororal energy, right? Our connection with maternal energy is severed. So we're not knowing how to experience and be experienced with that energy. So when we are trying to love our, like the sororal energy is cool because that's our sibling energy. We're able to find our sisters and be playful with our sisters and shit like that. But even that, that maternal energy is what's going to give us the compassion, what gives us the true emotional availability that we have. We're deprived from that because we're called fucking mama's boys. Hey, bro, for real, though, at some point, we got to stop talking to women about masculinity and start talking to each other about it. And I mean really talk to each other. Not as enablers and co-signers, but as men trying to reach the pinnacle of our essence. And that's what the So Frail series does. So Frail 1 is the definition. So Frail 2 is the acknowledgement. And So Frail 3 is the resolution. If you rock with the So Frail conversations, I can guarantee you will rock with the So Frail series of books. So visit IamJustSeen.com right now so you can add the series to your library. I promise you will never look at masculinity the same again. And you're going to stop wasting your time arguing with women about it. This is a conversation that men need to have between men. And it's time we start having this conversation now. Fucking mama's boys. I remember I was in high school. I was in 11th grade. And I had pulled this shorty and shit or whatever the case may be. We was in the same class. And, you know, she came to the crib one day. And she was sitting down. And me and my mama was talking. And my mama asked me to do something. And I was like, all right, cool. I just got updated or whatever the case may be. It was no fuss, no gripe, no worry, no shit like that. Step it down. So we get back to the school. And she's telling the teacher. she Because, you know, the teacher was cool with both of us. Like, real cool. Like, the teacher, she, man, she put me. She did leadership camps. And she invited me to go. And I went and shit. Like, she did a lot for me. I, I really appreciated Miss Taylor with, for everything. Like, she helped expose me to other shit outside of the hood. Like, cause she saw my potential, but she saw that I was a hood nigga. And if I didn't leave, I wouldn't have, you feel me? So I ended up going to different colleges and, you know what I'm saying, just for leadership camps and shit like that. And it really exposed me. I remember the first, cause I'm gonna get back to the point, but she was so impactful because like the first time I, um, that was the first time I knew that I, I was supposed to dress up in a certain attire, but I thought like, I was so fuck, I was so hood that I thought, uh, uh, like real shit. I was so hood that I thought formal attire was a Chris White tee. No bullshit. No bullshit. So I, they was like, make sure you have formal attire, some clean tees and like everything was fresh, fresh. Um, I had some forces and shit. Everything was cool. So the final event we were supposed to have was a, a fair where you were supposed to dress up in um, um, like a formal wear. And it was so embarrassing because I didn't have anything there. But I had the confidence within myself that I walked in with a shirt that said, don't watch me watch TV and shit like that. But when I went in, I was so out of place. But because of that, it exposed me to, yo, you have to, you can't stay a certain way. You have to be able to maneuver in other realms when you get there, right? Everything, you're not the center point of everything, but you have to learn how to maneuver in certain things. But I'm saying that because she was a very impactful person and, you know, how I learned how to maneuver through certain parts of life. But anywho, I brought it back because we was in this class. And so the, the young lady was like, 
girl, he loved his mama so much. She was like, he just, she was like, mm, he an old mama's boy. And she was like, she told her straight up. And I'm so glad she said this because it was like, in this moment, this very woman that I'm actually involving myself with, this girl, she's making fun of the fact that I like women. Making fun of the fact that I'm actually enjoying my, like I, I do for my mom. I love my mom. You feel me? I'm not shitting on my mama. So she told her, she said, what are you laughing for? She said, the way he treats it, the way a man treats his mother is the way he's going to treat you. And then she was, oh, I know. I'm just saying like, you know, it's just, it was just so cute. Nah, that's not what you were saying. You were trying to gauge the temperature to see how she was going to respond to know if you should respond that same way. And she looked out for me. She was like, mm, those are the signs of a good man. You feel me? Those are the signs of a good man. But it's like, even that, I'm saying that story to say this. We were teenagers at that time. So she had already had it in her mind that boys ain't supposed to be mama's boys either. You know why? Because she got brothers. Because she got cousins. And they all played football. Because we all went to the same high school. They all played football. They were all kind of the rough and rugged type of dudes and shit. Like, you feel me? They weren't, they weren't the type of dudes like I was. But you feel me? They were still, like, they was the type of rough and rugged where they in the weight room, they playing football and shit like that. I was the type of rough and rugged where we gonna stomp your fucking face in and shoot you. Like, you feel me? So it's a different rough and rugged that we have. You feel what I'm saying? But at the same time, it comes from the same core. You know, because boys ain't supposed to respond a certain way. Boys ain't supposed to do a certain thing, blah, blah, blah. So I get how she's even in that condition and she's like that. So now this is what I'm saying. Because when we look at the adulthood now, women will say, I'm not your mama, so I'm not going to treat you like one, but you're going to treat me the way my daddy treated me. How does that even make sense? But as men, we follow that ideology. We follow it. We'd be like, yeah, you're right. Don't treat me like my mama. And then we wonder why we can't get cut. But why don't you want to connect to me? I just don't feel, I feel so cold. I feel like you're so distant. I feel like you can't get, because you're not going to treat me like my mama. You're not going to treat me like my mama. And I never knew how my mama was supposed to treat me, treat me simply because I didn't want to be a mama's boy. So anything that my mama gave to me, I denied. So now when women are telling us, I just let somebody love your mean ass. I just like, I can't, I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't know how to actually be in the same space as the energy you're trying to give me, which is maternal energy. That maternal energy is what, that maternal energy is what makes us, because like I said, we have the spousal energy, which is our intimate connection with a woman, right? We have a sororal energy. That's our playful energy, or the fraternal energy. That's our playful energy with women. That's what makes us, you know what I'm saying, want to run out in the rain and do, like, that's what makes us get them. Like, this is why we so cool in the beginning stages of the relationship and why the talking phase lasts so long because we're children our soror our playful energy soror and fraternal energy is getting involved with each other then it steps into spousal but as it steps into spousal the soror and the fraternal is supposed to remain but what we do is we turn it off because what happens also is the maternal kicks in and when the maternal and paternal energy kicks in she was always taught she was always taught to find the love that her daddy matches that her daddy exudes that her daddy gave her but we are never taught to find the love that our mother gave us because it's so taboo. I'm not your mama. And then even your mama would tell you, you have to be a big boy. You would constantly tell you, be a big boy, be this and third. I have feelings too. I'm not a monster, people. But I can't be a mama's boy. So when I can't be a mama's boy, I don't know how to receive maternal energy. So even when women, women say shit like, I gave this man everything. I poured all my stuff into him and gave him all of this. And he couldn't take it because there was holes in the cup. Because we don't know how to receive it because 
We don't not only that we don't know how to receive it. We don't know how to be in the same embrace as it because we have to run away from it. Which in turn, because it affects the maternal energy, is going to affect the spousal energy. Only energy that is viable is going to be the sorrow and fraternal because that's our friendship, playful energy. Because we may have sisters, we may have cousins that we play with and shit like that. That was the permissible energy. When we watch the intimate energy, we never seen our fathers hugging and kissing on our mamas, dancing with them and shit like that and shit. You see, when they get older, because they're like, y'all are kids, so we couldn't like, a lot of times our parents go into survival mode and they solely only can work and shit. We don't see none of the intimate shit that they do. Now, granted, there's PG entering. Like, I'm not talking about watching your parents fuck. That's nasty, you stupid, sick fuck. No. But intimacy does not always equate to fucking. And that's what we think intimacy is. You feel me? How many times have we just seen our, like, our mamas just, you know, sitting on the couch with our dads just rubbing their beard? That's intimacy. You feel me? Or rubbing his bald head or some shit like that. You feel me? It's misogynist guy. Or him doing the same thing for her, you know? She's laying on him, her feet are up, and she's rubbing his feet. Some of us have seen that shit. Some of us haven't. But there's a definite, there's a there's a, almost a direct correlation between seeing that, between not seeing that, and then the mama's boy ideology. Because you're like, I'm not, I'm seeing you not really care for my mama. You feel me? Now again, this is a lot of the generation. A lot of the newer generations are, are starting to change shit like that, but. If you look at it, a lot of times you don't see that shit until they're in their 60s and 50s. And it's like, oh, the black love. I didn't see this growing up. Like A lot of motherfuckers will tell you they didn't really do this growing up. That's why they think your grandparents are different. The grandparents. How you know your grandparents is not how your parents knew them. You feel what I'm saying? A lot of people would look at their grandparents. And go, oh, they were, I can't see them doing that. Like, but then their parents tell you, so you're like, no, nah, they didn't do that. Yeah, they did. Fucked me up. There's some off the wall shit. You feel me? Because you treat your children different than you treat your grandchildren. Because by grandchildren, you want redemption rather than apologizing to the actual children that you wrong or, you know, deprived or whatever the case may be. But as men, we're, we're, we're deprived as a whole. So people be like, why men don't like women? Because we don't like our mamas. And it's not that we don't like our mamas. We have a deep feeling and we love our mamas to life, but we only love them from the perspective of here's what's permissible for you to do it. Do what you got to do. You feel me? The first level of protection that we had, first time we experienced protection is supposed to be for our mamas. We can't even do that. And you know why we can't do that? Because it's taboo. Because people are going to look at us like something's wrong with us. Something's, you know, you're a mama's boy. And don't, and don't let the mama be the one telling you that you're the mama's boy. That makes it a lot worse. Because you were really told I'm not supposed to fuck with women. Like I said, I, I made this correlation when it was, you know, I was like, I ain't fighting over no bitch, bro. I ain't fighting over no bitch. Like, my mama wasn't a bitch. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it in that in regards, but I mean in how it translated over. Because in that same token of, you know, love your mom, like, you're being taught that women ain't shit. Most of the time, we, most of the shit, the programming that we had of women wasn't shit. It wasn't for women. I mean, it wasn't for men. It's for women. You know, all these are fast ass little girls. They only want one thing. They're going to try to trap you off. They're going to do you this. They're going to do you that. Leave these little nasty ass girls alone. I'm like, I've heard some of the most ruthless shit about women from women. Programming. Fucking programming. And so it's like, now I can't be a mama's boy and these bitches ain't shit. The fuck. Fuck them. This is what y'all telling me they are. This is what y'all telling me they were. And we get older and we wonder why women suddenly want to, oh, you're supposed to see my value. 
You're supposed to, how? I was never taught to. Look at your brothers. Look at your cousins. Look at how they are. Like, there's no, like, you can literally watch how they were, because it's a culture, y'all. You can literally watch how your siblings and cousins are developing and see if the people are, because that's who you're going to gravitate towards. If you got cousins and shit that you don't, and then here's another thing. A lot of women will defend their brothers for doing fucked up shit and don't realize that that karma's got to come back around. See, people think karma is tit for tat. No, karma is the reality of cause and effect. You're going to feel what you give out. You're going to experience something. You're going to experience in life, karma works like this. You have karmic equity and you have karmic debt. You're going to experience what you are putting your attention into and your intention into. So, if you have a sibling who's cheating and doing all of these things, and he's a man, happens to be a man, like you're condoning that. You're telling the universe that's okay to happen to women. It's just not okay when it happens to me. So when it happens to you, all of a sudden it's, <gasps> you feel me? Same principle. Dudes be on some shit like, I'm going to do all of this shit to women. And then when it happens to his sister, he wants to fight and go crazy. Like, no, nigga, you have to realize that you're going to feel what this what this is like. And if you don't catch it when it happens to your siblings and your cousins, it's going to happen to your daughter. But that's why it's not because when it comes to our daughter, that's when we really care. Imagine you've seen the shit about when 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 little boys are taking their daughters to prom. When little boy, when boys are taking the, um, a, a girl to prom and then they meet the father and shit, you see the social media shit all the time. They be trying to punk the little boy, you know, show up with the guns and shit, intimidate. Hey, look, I'm gonna tell you like this, bro. If I have a son, first off, let me say this: I'm, if I have a daughter and you feel me, she's going to prom. Y'all ain't gotta worry about me threatening your sons. You'll never have to worry about me threatening your son. I will want to make sure my daughter's safe, but I know that she was already gonna make the right decision in him. I will not be in a point of trying to intimidate him. Right. But by that same token, if you motherfuckers pull a strap on my son, if you motherfuckers try to punk him for taking your daughter to prom, you got to see me, dog. You got to see me. I don't give a fuck about none of the social media shit. I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. You know why? Because you a bitch for that. Because out, out in these motherfucking streets, our boys and our girls are dying, being thrown across classrooms and shit. And y'all niggas ain't got no smoke. But as soon as a motherfucking kid that you that you can dominate pulls up, you try it with my kid. You try with my kid. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to bust your ass. But anywho, I digress. I digress. I was triggered because I don't like that shit because I feel like that's 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 cowardice. You feel what I'm saying? Because on the other side of that, like when it comes to you, like where was the smoke for your mama? You didn't have it. Where is the smoke for your sibling? You barely had it. Where's the smoke for your lady? Oh, I ain't fighting over no bitch, but you're going to try to kill. You're going to threaten a little kid that you know couldn't fuck with you anyway. Don't try nothing with my daughter. No, your daughter might not want to try nothing with him. You know why she feels she why does she fuck with him in the first place? Either he feels just like her father, or she feels nothing like her father. It's one of the two. But at the end of the day, that's not what we're talking about. I I just like I said, I got triggered because I don't like that shit. Like, yo, no, no man has ever done that to me. You feel me? No man has ever done that to me. Like, but it's like, don't, don't try to punk these little boys, man. They there to have a good fucking time too. And that's some cowardice shit, bro. Because you won't do that shit to a man your age. You gonna turn the cheek to that nigga and shit. You a bitch, bro. I'm glad this is so for a conversation because I hate bitches, yo. I hate bitch niggas, bro. I hate that shit. That shit crazy. I bust your motherfucking ass. You do that shit to my son or my nephews. I promise you. I promise you. You gonna have hell to pay. You 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 gonna you gonna see these hands all day long, all day long. You better hope that strap work, motherfucker. 
But anywho, with the mama's boys, I get it. The point is they don't want their sons to be violent. They don't want their sons to be whatever, but it's like you emasculate them. Because we no longer have the capacity to even embrace our feelings enough to deal with them. I know a guy, I know a guy whose mother passed and he can't, his mother passed and he was so busy trying to be hard, trying to be gangster, trying to be street nigga and shit like that, trying to prove like, nah, man, I'm this, that, and third. And it's like, wow, how do you, how do you, how does that all, it all falls down? Because now you don't even know how to deal with all of the feelings that you have and that you'll never be able to feel again that you denied the entire time. That shit's crazy. And we're programmed like that as men. So now, when we move in and we phase it into just our relationships, this is why we don't love these hoes. You feel me? Most of this, they're, like, when we look at the early 90s, the music, Snoop Dogg and the gang, Dog Pound, all the niggas and shit, like, think all of them niggas was gangsters, like, real gangbangers. They was all Crips or Bloods or whatever case may be. They was real gangbangers. But they grew up in such a in such a culture shock. They grew up in such a gang-related area that you had to be tough. Like, you had to be, you could not be a mama's, a mama's boy. And there's a direct correlation to these type niggas not fucking with women. A lot of people, all these men are misogynistic, they're gay, and they're this, that, and the third. No, they're boys who could not be mama's boys. They developed into men who could not be mama's boys when they was boys. So they translated into, motherfucker, I don't like women. These bitches ain't shit. These bitches ain't shit because all it is is a new phrase of saying, I can't be a mama's boy. And then when you're watching the men who aren't mama's boys, the big homies, the, 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 the OGs and shit, watch how they treating women. Wow. And women are still fucking with them. Women are still fucking with these niggas, bro. Like, shit different. Shit different as fuck. I would never, I would, like, when I actually respected women, when I actually started respecting women, my numbers dropped. Like, I never, like, women would like, like, no, the women who who I was able to fuck with the most when I was young and shit like that was because I wasn't showing them attention. I didn't give a fuck about them. They had to prove a point. I was like, man, I don't give a fuck about you. I would, you know what I'm saying? It's not look at him when I'm talking to him, not look into their eyes. But then once I started actually caring, it's like, oh, he too nice. This now ties into that complex. The man who's quote unquote too nice was the mama's boy, who actually was allowed to be the mama's boy. Embrace that and sit with that. Oh, he's too nice. He's too soft. He's this, that, and the third. I need a man who does not like his mama to like me. That's what women are really saying. They don't even know that shit. Don't like your mama. Stand up. Like, so now that ties into the shit. When you see a little shit like, for example, that car shit, when a woman says, you know, they like, and I don't even know why this is a fucking conversation. I'm gonna give you a hundred with you. I don't know why this is a conversation. When a man said, when they were like, yo, who gets in the front, the wife or the, the mother? Bitch, if you don't sit your ass in the back, respectfully, because that's what you become when you start on some real shit, wife or not. That's what you become when you are attempting to make me put you in front of my mother. You, you fucked up because people are assuming the mama's boy means, oh, I'm always going to put you before. Like, no, it's not about pedestals. It's not about pedestals in any way, shape or form. It's about the, like it's about hierarchy. I guess that is still plays in, in the pedestal. But at the end of the day, it's like this. You can't you got to have the same energy because when you become that mother in law, are you willing to give up that spot? No, you're not. So shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. It's going to be stupid when you say, 
oh well i'm the i'm the wife she's the mama she get in the back or whatever the case may be or i get first or whatever the case may be but then when the roles are switching now you're the mama and you become the are you gonna have that same energy no no you know why women are like this because women are in competition women women stay in a space of they, they keep a negative energy about themselves in regards to shit like this you feel me we think men don't like women don't like women either you feel me women don't like women either but in that regard of like that's where it comes from it's like how you gonna put your mama first do you hear yourself do you see and do you see how the program ties into the mama's boy shit you're not supposed to be a mama's boy you're not supposed to love your mama in what world does that come in because the roles are switched let me let's just put this in a scenario if a shorty pulled up and her dad's on the passenger side and i tell that nigga to get the fuck out and get in the back i'm gonna be wrong you know that's not, you it's about respect you gotta oh so you're not supposed to respect my mama but i gotta respect your daddy right what does that mean what does that say that comes back into the fact that we're living in a misogynistic world to where women are misogynistic too it's like you don't even have respect for the yo she's the elder regardless of his fuck that like that shows right there if a woman is saying because i'm the wife i get in the front now your mama gotta get in the back your mama gotta yo she's for one if she's already in the front she's staying in the front right for two yes you feel me we gonna get like you're not gonna make you're not gonna put me in a position to make me have to respond to you like that about my mama that's rude that's fucked up because at that point it shows a bigger aspect that shows how you feel about elders that shows how you feel about the elder the, the elders in the space because at the end of the day that that smoke would not be had if your father pulled up if it was your father who had to give up his spot it wouldn't be oh no no like no that's my dad you gotta no 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 that shows that that shows in real time the importance we put to a mother that shows in real time the importance everybody views as a mother not just men but women too and women hold this standard as well don't be a motherfucking mama's boy you know why not being a mama's boy because the mama sets the tone for the type of women that you're supposed to be involved with and largely a lot of times the woman who can't come, who, who is in conflict with your mama is exactly like your mama. And that standard means that she wants to take from what you're not supposed to give. Like, really? Like, how, how foul is that, bro? That's some bullshit. Like, to be in a space like that where you have to make a man or you're trying to put a man in a, in a quandary where he has to choose his mother over you. What kind of shit is that? Well, I'm your wife. You'll be the you'll be my wife until you're no longer my wife. She'll never stop being my mother, stupid. Yes, I'm using stupid for this conversation because that is the stupidest shit ever. You feel me? The way in which you're acting, saying I got this choice to make anyway. You feel me? We ain't got no kids yet. We just married or newlyweds or whatever the case may be. And not even that, just dating. And you feel like you come first and shit, that's gonna be a problem. That's going to be a problem because, like I said, you'll be my wife or my woman, even if we do make it to the end. Let's say we live 86 years. You feel me? I love that number or whatever the case may be. I'm going to divide it in half and we get married at 42. I'm not saying I'm going to get married at late. But what I'm saying is 42 on, my mama's still going to be my mama for all of my life. Where do you where do you get off thinking that you're supposed to come first? But now with the mama's boy ideation. What is programmed to where we put that woman first? 
it comes into the fact that I don't now. Here's where it's going to get crazy. And here's where it's going to get real and honest. Because in that same token, I'm conditioned to put that woman first. Oh, she's my wife. She's now in my house or whatever the case may be. Ah, blah, 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 because of the mama's boy thing. But that same ideation, that same mentality is why when it happens, you put the daughter before you put her mother. You put the daughter before the wife. <gasps> yeah. There's a lot of women out there right now jealous of their daughters because a man, because the husband, because the father of that daughter gives them more, gives more. I literally had a woman tell me this, and this was the first red flag that I ever noticed that I didn't adhere to and I should have. She told me out her own mouth. She said, if we have a daughter, she said, I hope we have a son, because if we have a daughter, I know you're going to give her more attention than you're giving me. And I laughed at first. I was like, are you serious, bro? (laughs) She's supposed to. She's the kid. She has to get into this world. And we have to guide her and shit like that. She's like, I know. I'm just saying I'm going to be a little jealous because you're going to she's going to have more attention to me. That was a red flag for me, because what is that? What is what does jealousy actually entail? You know how many women are in spaces right now with that same type of energy? Because you know why? When the moment she becomes a mother, the mama's boy shit kicks back in. You're not my wife anymore. You're the mother of my kid. I don't give a fuck about you. Same energy with my mother who was my mother. Mama's boy's, the mama's boy ideation won't allow me to be, I can't care about a mother. You're a mother now. <laughs> Unconscious programming is deep. You're a mother now. You're no longer my wife. You're a mother now. I don't fuck with you. I have to fuck with my children. It's crazy, right? It's crazy how subtle it is. Go talk to women. Go talk to women who have daughters. You even see the shit on social media. Like, I be paying attention. Like the shit that y'all post, the shit sees re- it's reality. Like talk to the, talk to the women, talk to the girl moms because we are not okay right now. Why are y'all not okay? Why are y'all beefing? Because of the mama's boy ideation. You know, there's no importance. There's there you don't set importance on the mama. So if you're not in certain, if I'm not in a certain any kind of importance on my mama, what makes you think I'm gonna insert importance on you? Because you're a mama. No, I'm gonna focus on the child that came from you. You ever heard a woman say shit like that? Like think about this kind of like all of this shit is rooted in this. Think about women who say he may not be a good man, but he's a good father. How? How can you not be a good man and be a good father because of the mama's boy ideation? You don't fuck with women. You don't fuck with women. And now you're now that she's your, she's a mother too. It always it was always only one dynamic where it was because of the mama's boy ideation. I didn't really fuck with you like that because you know, fast ass little girl, you just happen to be the one who's like, ah blah blah. But now you're a mother too. And I'm not taught to fuck with a mother. I'm not a mama's boy. You feel me? So now when you're trying to prove yourself as a man that you're not a mama's boy, what does that mean that you have to do? You feel me? Show that you don't care about your mama. So now when you are in that same space, you now you tying that into the women that you're involving yourself with. What does that tie into? I don't fuck with these hoes. How do I not? How do I show that I don't love these hoes? By having multiple hoes. Sometimes by beating them. You feel me? And only and then fucking them and leaving. And then you're only doing it to go tell your homies. Yeah, man, I got that. Nigga. You feel me? It's the devaluation of the woman. And it all derives from the fact that the fathers are taken out of the home and the mothers are left. So the strong, independent woman. So now when we're looking at, you know, the other other side of it, if, of the men who actually, you know, catered to like your mother was a strong, independent woman. 
strong, independent black woman who didn't need no man. What do you think that that happens when these two worlds collide? <laughs> the strong, independent black woman who didn't need no man, who raised the daughter not to meet the need the man who meets the son who was shunned away from a woman. We don't need each other to where black women were literally, I've literally heard conversations and had conversations face to face with women who said, we don't need y'all. Y'all need us. In what world? Nigga, we need each other. If y'all don't need us, we damn sure don't need y'all. It's like, I don't get how we can be in a space like that. But she was like, because women, we, we can function like this, that, and the third. Like we can't, it ain't our fault that we can play like we can't function to get y'all to do it for us. <laughs> And y'all don't have the luxury of doing that back to us. You feel me? That's not our fault that we play the game better. But it's a fucked up reality because in that same token, women don't even realize that in developing that strong mentality or whatever the case may be, you're now on two sides of a spectrum. Not only as men do we have the mama's boy complex where we don't fuck with the mothers as a whole. Now we're not fucking with mothers because we're not seeing the mothers fuck with men. You feel me? I get it. A lot of women are very particular. Don't bring, you know, I'm, I'm with it 100%. You can't, just can't bring men around your, chil- around your children, around your children early, earlier than expected. But at the same time, if you're going to constantly be dating in the shadows and shit and they don't even have any kind of male figures to see you interact with, it's not going to be a good look. It's not going to be a good look. I'm telling you. Because what's going to happen is those boys are going to see how you should be treated, which determines how a woman should be treated. I don't give a fuck what you think. You teach, I'm going to teach my son to respect women. I'm going to teach my son. You can't teach your son to respect women while you show him you being disrespected. You cannot teach your son shit about what he's supposed to do if he's not watching you do it. It ain't going to work. He doesn't know what it looks like. Nor does he know what it feels like. All he knows is what you feel like. And he's going to go find what you feel like in the next woman. I get it. If y'all want to be on your embrace sexuality shit, they on their embrace sexuality shit at this point too. Because now, when the women are on that embrace sexuality shit, that's cool. Do your thing. But at the same time, what is it, what are the boys seeing? What have we, and then what have the men have always been programmed to? Fuck these hoes. These hoes are nasty, fast-ass little girls. Damn, this is where they grew up to. Nasty, fast-ass grown women. I don't have I don't have any kind of connection to these women. I don't fuck these hoes, bro. I never was allowed to love my mama. And that was the first woman. Like if I'm never allowed to love to love my source, I don't give a fuck about nothing else. Give a fuck about none of that. <laughs> give a fuck about none of that. But this is a core root issue that we having. Our boys have to see like, and then that's where the reality comes in, and that's where it becomes dangerous because before we heal this trauma as men, we have kids. Before we heal this trauma. So our kids are watching us walk away from women. We don't shit like, fuck that. I, she had my baby or whatever the case may be. But I ain't never, I don't give a fuck about her. You feel me? I don't really care. Now it ain't going to work because she wanted to do this. She like, we don't see the value in a woman. We never saw the value in our mama. So now when women are talking about why men want to go half and shit like that. Because, man, I don't, that creates two realities. Like when you had a man who watched his mama struggle and shit all her life. He's either going to be the man who can take on everything. So I don't want my mama to do that. Or you have the other man who's like, yo, you got to go half the fuck. Because I'm not coming from a perspective of, you know, 
of a woman not being able to, and women to say shit like, well, just because you, you watched your mama do some shit don't mean that you're going to watch. Yeah, you'd be surprised, lady, because you're going to, you're repeating the cycle. You're repeating the cycle. Because in that same token, if you're saying shit like that and you ain't saying you have an issue with a man who's a mama's boy, you got a problem. Because the mama's boy is where we set the tone to learn how to even involve with women in the first place. This is not to say, like, notice, if you notice, I I never I never went to the point of homosexuality or like it's gonna make you soft and the shit like that. Nah, bro, like that's not what that is. I don't have I don't have smoke for that conversation because I don't know what to say about that conversation because I can't speak on it. I'm not there. You feel me? But I do happen to know that even that causes issues because now let's look at those type of men. You feel me? They were also the ones still shunned for being a mama's boy because, oh, you soft, you this and the third. They just embraced their softness. It didn't mean they started liking their mama. Listen to how they talk to their, their quote-unquote girlfriends. I ain't never seen a nigga call a woman a bitch more than a homosexual man. And as a motherfucker who used to call women bitches a lot and hung with a lot of niggas who called them bitches and hoes a lot, homosexuals call women bitches far more than men do. But I mean, heterosexual men do. But they get away with it. Because it's, oh, he's just like me. No, he's not. He's still a fucking man. And he still carries that same energy and that same smoke that he has for the women based off of the mama's boy complex or the mama's boy uh, ideation. So much so that some of them think they can outdo women. Don't nobody want to have that conversation, though, because that ties into that mama's boy shit. Stay away from these girls. The same react. They just chose to stay away and say, fuck y'all. I'm not, mm-mm. I'm not dealing with y'all at all. But I, like I said, I've never seen like, like it's bitch, this bitch, this bitch, like in this, y'all just, women just be listening to it. Like, like, and they'll call him a bitch back. And it's like, it don't hit like, but I don't say, I'm not saying that I, as a man want to call a woman a bitch, but at the same time, it's like, <laughs> how is it okay? Because at that point, it's not the, it's, it's not necessarily the gender then. Like men calling a woman a bitch ain't the problem. Ain't the problem. It's the man that the woman actually wants. You feel me? Women, the type of man that a woman wants isn't a homosexual man. So they don't give a fuck if a homosexual is calling them a bitch. But the homosexual is still coming from the same dynamic and the same perspective that we are all coming from with the mama's boy ideation. We were taught not to lie, lie, not to fuck with our mamas. We were taught that it makes us soft. Some of us just embraced that softness and turned it into something else that it really didn't have to be. You feel me? I'm not going to open that rabbit hole because, you know, everybody has their own ideologies of what's what and where's where. But it all has the same individual root. Look at where we are right now. Why don't, how come men don't like, like, look at the conversations. We have integrated into a society that is like, integration was a motherfucker. We act just like these motherfuckers. We'd be like, yo, how are you cussing out your mama? How are you saying like, watch like, watch how the stories of little Timmy is always them talking to their mother. Most times, I say 90% of the time, you have the rare occasion when they're talking to their dad and it's like, yo, time out, buddy. But for the most part, it's the mother that they calling the bitch. It's the mother that they slapping. It's the mother that they throwing the shit like they're wishing she was dead and all this other shit. It's the mother that they, what are we doing now? Tap into an ideology that as men has made us this way. We become the white people, bro. 
we become the white people and we're in the same a, 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 a clusterfuck of shit because we're looking at it from the perspective of how in the fuck are we can how in the fuck are we going to continue this? How in the fuck are we going to continue to make this a reality? You feel what I'm saying? As men, we do not like women because we do not like our mothers. And it's, and, and a lot of people think it's, oh, your mother hurt you. Your mama traumatized you. Y'all trying to make it seem, let it lead to some shit when our teenage years or whatever the case may be. No, it starts at the core. When we start learning to walk and talk, when motherfuckers say, be a big boy. When motherfuckers say, don't be a mama's boy. You're encouraged. Women and women can't see it because they're encouraged to be daddy's girls. Y'all are also encouraged not to be mama's girls. Y'all don't even fuck with your mothers like that. The fuck? You feel what I'm saying? Because this is how it is. And this is the society in which how we, this is how we bring shit up. This is how we have been up brought, I mean, brought up. And this is how we have been raised to be in a space where we can't be mama's boys and nobody can be a mama's anything. Because in being a mama's anything, you lose sight of the whole reality of you're supposed to be able to connect with your, your mother. This is why girls be like, why can't girls have friends? Because you couldn't be friends with your mama. Taught that shit. You heard, you know how many women have said shit like, you know, our mothers said it. I'm not your little friend. Okay, cool. Keep that same energy. So now when we get older and we wonder why it's just an animosity. Because I'm an adult now. You can't mother me anymore. And that's the only connection we had. We're not friends. You feel me? That's a cold reality. So none of us fuck. It's like, so it's like, why don't anybody fuck with women? That's why mothers get pushed to the wayside. Because this is a misogynistic fucking society to where women even hate women. Self-hatred is a motherfucker. We're always looking at self-hatred as, oh, black people hating to be black or whatever the case may be. Oh, fuck all that shit. We assimilate into the culture. Women are going to hate themselves too. Women, oh, I always fuck with dudes because dudes is less drama. Dudes, No, the less drama is the fact that you couldn't even love your mama. You were conditioned that you're not supposed to love your mama either. But see, with us, we were just taught not to love our mamas. Y'all were literally taught to beef with them. Because the mothers were taught to be jealous. The mothers were taught, because this goes back into some slave shit. We, we can't get into that because it's so real conversations. I got to stick to what we talking about. You feel me? But all of that shit ties into it. Because now when you have to... Now as the man, it becomes a different level of animosity because when you do have a child by this particular mother, you have a daughter by her. Now it's a problem because now you're going to, she's going to start to see you care more about your daughter than you do me. I've always done that stupid. That's what the fuck it was. You're a mother now. Shut up. Let's raise this daughter. Boys ain't supposed to love mamas. That was programmed into our unconscious mind as kids because we have vivid imaginations. You a mama's boy. You a mama's boy. You don't understand how shit hits your unconscious mind and never leaves it. So even if you become an adult and you like, man, I don't think about that consciously, but unconsciously it's already written within you to where when a mother becomes, and why you think, oh, she my baby mama, that's it. How can you walk away from your baby mama, but you can't walk out of your kid's life, but you can't be with your kids because the baby mama's going to keep you away from it. If you're not fucking with me, then you can't fuck with your kids. And you'll make the ultimatum. Okay, cool. If I can't fuck with you, I won't fuck with the kids. Fuck you. You know why? Because you can't see the value of a mama. Because you've never been in a position where, as a man, you could love a mama. Words are powerful. A mama's boy. A mama's boy. This is what it translates to and transpires into because it grows and it develops. It develops well. to where we become the misogynistic chauvinists that don't like women. We don't even like them in a little bit. 
we like them enough to procreate so that way you can give me a child. You feel me? Like, that's weird. That's weird as shit, but it's a normalcy now. It's not normal, but it's normalcy. And that's how we involve ourselves in our relationships. The mama issues that we have are developed. And when we start to say, okay, I'm not supposed to fuck with women, stay away from women. Like my mama did that and I ain't going to be a mama's boy. But then it's like when you start to get older and then that animosity kicks in and she starts to kind of correct you, she start yelling and shit like that. That's what you hate, but you love it at the same time. So you're going to get a very woman who is just like your mama. Because on the inside, this is what makes you feel normal. On the inside, this is how your mama really feels. And it makes you feel that certain way. You feel me? Men be like, yo, when men get in a toxic relationship, they just like his mama. And then when women be like, you bring that toxic. Nah, you was already like that. That's why I fuck with you. That's why I fucks with you. You feel me? But then at the same time, it's like, how do I not? How do I not? We got to go in and our heal, heal our inner children. Men have to heal their inner boy to where they were. For that mama's boy shit. It was something that was really just a whole reality that we could not even even fathom on a whole on a whole bigger scale. You feel me? When you are in that full space, when you are in the cusp of how well you have to. When you are in the cusp of dealing with your inner child, but you don't know that your inner child is being dealt with. It fucks with you. So. If we're going to get through this and we're going to, you know, what's the key to us getting our relationships back on track? As men, we got to face our inner children. We got to face our inner children and deal with the fact that we were mama's boys and deal with the fact that we wanted to be mama's boys. We actually like women. You feel me? So we're only going to deal with things that felt like, you know what I'm saying, our mother or, or things that can can make us not feel or any give us any kind of connection. Like we really don't like the women that we're with. And, and a lot of, like I said, a lot of women be on some, oh, because y'all motherfuckers be gay low key. No, it's not that. It's because we have an inner child that is wounded and we don't want to be mama's boys. You feel like our mama. <laughs> because that's the only react. That's our only standard. Hear me well. That's our only standard for what a woman is supposed to be simultaneously, but we're not supposed to fuck with it. Think about it. That's what the core of all of this is. You feel me? The mama's boy ideation is that when it comes to women, we know what our standard is. We have a set individual standard of this is the type of woman that I need to be with. This is the type of woman that I can be with. This is the woman type of woman I live with for 18 years, however many years. This is the type of woman that has always been in my life forever. But I'm not supposed to care for her. And don't forget to check out Palacafe Clothing, formerly Just Seen's merch. Get all of your intricate designs crafted specifically for the melanated being to develop a positive imagery within self and to have a little bit of fun in the process. From the peace, love, knowledge, and freedom to the dead horses and water designs, all the styles are crafted for the imagery to make you feel as you're supposed to feel. Because as I always say, the best way to fit in is to stand out. And what better way to stand out than with your exclusive styles of Cafe clothing. And I'm gonna go ahead and end it there. I'm gonna go ahead and end it there. That's um, that's the cold. It's a cold, 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 cold game, y'all. And this is one of the reasons why we like this as men. Nobody wants to admit it. Nobody's willing to admit it. Nobody's going to. Everybody's gonna look at it as at a, look at it from the perspective of you know, men just wrong because you're never addressing the boy. 
ain't no different than us not addressing the girl. It's a lot of traumas that these girls have and shit that, oh, you got daddy issues and shit like that. She doesn't have daddy issues as a grown woman. She has daddy issues as a little girl that manifested themselves into the grown woman she is. We have that we have mommy issues that developed into the man that we are. Now, tying it back into the integration and shit and all of that shit, like they took the man out of the home. So we never seen what it was like to actually love a woman. And I get it. So my father was there. My dad was there. He was always at work, was he not? And when he wasn't at work, he came home to be the authoritarian. And you spent the weekends with him, if that. You feel me? And largely in spending the weekends with him, you didn't really spend the weekends with him. You went to go do what he wanted to do, and he was just a tag along. Low key. But that's not here nor there. You feel what I'm saying? But for the most part of it all, it's like, how did you watch him love your mama as a man? And then simultaneously, how did he encourage you to love your mama? Or did he encourage you, now? this is my woman? Nah, bruh, you're not supposed to love her or teach you this is the type of love you have for your mama. The love that I have for your mama is different from the love you have for your mama. Because she provides you with maternal energy. She provides me with spousal energy. You feel me? It's a different type of connection that we're supposed to have. You're not taught that shit. We're not learning that shit. How I know we're not learning that shit? Because I'm talking about it now. Motherfuckers don't know what I be talking about. Where do you get spousal energy from or maternal energy from? Where'd you learn that shit at? How do you not know it? It's right here in front of us. All you have to do is observe the interactions. But as sons, because we're avoiding the mama boy complex or the mama's boy ideation, and we don't want to be mama's boys, we cannot understand what maternal energy feels like. So the only energy that we're able to, we're not able to internalize what maternal energy feels like because when we feel it, we, because we know how it makes us feel and we don't want to feel that way. Maternal energy is what makes us want to lay up under our mamas and makes us want to hug them and, and just sit. But we get to a point where it's just like, move, get off me. Move, get off me. You feel me? When was the last time you kissed your mama on the cheek? When was the last time your mama kissed you on the cheek? Even as a grown man, when was the last time you hugged your mama? Not when you just because y'all departing and leaving, like when you just sat and just randomly just hugged your mama. You feel what I'm saying? All of this shit ties into where we are right now. Because that maternal energy was in what you was felt. So now if you have a sister, you have a sibling, whatever the case may be, if you have cousins, you're going to tap into some role energy. And they wonder why we play so motherfucking much. Why can't you take a relationship serious? Because I don't know what the intimate relationship energy is. I never really saw what my dad, like the energy that I saw from my dad, if he was there, he worked, came home, went to sleep, yelled a little bit, got her straight. I ain't never seen him really do shit with my mama next. All I know is they kept having babies. So they're doing something when the lights are out. They're doing something when nobody can see it. So I don't know what it is to actually be affectionate on that level. You dig what I'm saying? I only know how to play around. Fraternal energy. I only know how to play with you. That's why the relationship, why do the relationships be so cool when it starts? He makes me laugh. He makes this because it's fraternal energy. After that, it wears off because I don't know how to tap into anything else. Because what I'm starting to feel from you is maternal and it's intimate energy. It's maternal and spousal energy. And I don't have any experience with that. So it feels funny to me. So you feel like I'm neglecting you. You feel like I don't like you. You feel like I don't care because I don't have any experience with the shit, yo. And we ain't got no experience with that shit when it comes to our women and shit. But we have experience with 
I don't want to be a mama's boy, which translates to as we get older, I don't want to fuck with these hoes, which translates to, bitch, you don't get my motherfucking love, fuck you. But then we have to bring it all back when we have a motherfucking daughter and we have to give her all of that. It's like, damn, now I realize how fucked up I was and how I was supposed to, damn, now you got to go back and mend the relationship with your mama. Now you got to go back and heal the traumas and apologize to all the women you wronged and deal with that shit. And that's going to be a difficult reality. Now you have to deal with the shit that you have with your siblings and your cousins and all of that shit. There's a lot of shit that you got to get to in order to be able to provide for your daughter and give your daughter the right life. So that way she can accept that, okay, I'm a daddy's girl. You see how the plot twist really plays out in the grand scheme of it all? In order for us to be daddy's little girl, I mean, in order for us to have daddy's little girl and have her in the right capacity, we first have to be mama's little boy. Ain't that some shit? That's how the cycle runs. But because we're not allowed to be mama's boys, we'll be fucked up fathers. Yeah, we there, but are we there? You can be there and not be present. You feel me? I'm saying this on the strength that I've involved myself with several women whose fathers were in their life, but yet their fathers had no impact in their life. He was there. He kept the roof over their head and shit like that, but it was like, yeah, I remember me and my father, we stopped dating. We stopped, I ain't gonna say dating. We stopped being um, around each other on a regular basis. Like when I was, cause at some point it becomes crazy. It becomes crazy because you don't know how to separate the different types of energy. You don't have an intimate relationship with your daughter. That's not the energy you put in there. But you still have paternal energy with her. You can even have fraternal energy with her where you play around. The intimate energy is not there. But it has a level of intimacy. Not sexual. It has a level of intimacy with it where you can draw out the deeper sides of her. I knew a woman who told me her father didn't know her favorite color. It's crazy. As men, let's look at it like this. How many of us... Ask your mother if she knows what your favorite color is. Whose fault is that? Is that hers or yours? It's the culture's. Because the culture doesn't allow us as men to be mama's boys. Which means we're never really able to tap in to get the truth. So we keep a lot of shit to ourselves. You feel me? I was rapping since I was 12 years old. My mama didn't hear my first bit of music until I was 23. You know why? Because I couldn't be a fucking mama's boy. You dig what I'm saying? It's crazy. I've been an entrepreneur since I was in eighth grade. You know what my mama found out? When I was 27. No, I was 26. And the only reason why she found out when I was 26 because I said, all right, I'm done with school. And now I'm going to be, well, I don't think that's why. I never. You never see me do anything because these were the things that were intimately me. But these were the things that it, I would have had to bring to you as a, as a point of caring. You feel me? I was told I couldn't be a mama's boy. You dig what I'm saying? Shit that deep. And then when it goes full circle, you realize how much you were not, how, how deprived you were by avoiding being a mama's boy when you actually have a daughter. That's when suddenly it all clicks. It's like, oh, damn, I got to be there for my daughter. I got to make sure the boys don't do this. I, like You would have already known the experience of whatever it was because you had to see how fucked up it was just solely because you couldn't be a mama's boy and the trickle-down effect of what happened with that and reverberation to every woman around you. This is why I, I say you can't, call your, you can't call the mama a bitch 
and then call the daughter a princess. It don't work because you're still going to treat the daughter like a bitch. You feel me? Because you had not had the practice to develop the reality necessary for you to treat her the right way. It's a crazy paradox. All because we were not allowed to be mama's boys. For fear that in being the mama's boy, you would develop the baby boy complex. That's not always the case. In fact, most times it's really not the case that you're going to become the, um, the baby boy. The baby boy is an emasculated man. That's a whole different conversation. But not being allowed to be a mama's boy doesn't allow you to tap into the feeling that you naturally feel for women. Because she's the first woman you're supposed to feel for. Think about it like you come out of the womb, you're breastfed. If you're breastfed or whatever the case may be, she's holding you. She's changing you. She's sleeping with you. You sleep. You rocking in her arms. And then you learn how to walk and talk. No, not even that. You learn how to crawl and she puts you down. You fall. That's it. You're a boy. Big boy. You don't cry. Don't cry. You okay? But babies will cry and shit. And it's funny. We laugh at it. But the boys will be like, a boy will fall. I'm like, don't look at him. He's going to cry. And if we look at him, the motherfucker going to cry. But then it's like, what does that internalize within the kid? Okay. So, okay. Let me stop crying now. Okay. And then it's like, oh, you a big boy. Oh, now when I want to sit up under my mama because I'm tired because I'm just, I just want to be under. You feel me? Oh, you a mama's boy. Get from under her. Get off of her. Leave, that, leave her alone, man. Move. And then you wonder why we become heartless monsters who are emotionally unavailable and emotionally retarded. Because we ain't allowed to be mama's boys. Shit crazy. But I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And our sons, this is pretty much self-explanatory at this point. This conversation was all about the sons for this one. But give them the free reign to actually love their mamas. You'll see it will be a whole different reality. And I'm not saying be smothered, be coddled by them. Because with love comes correction. They still have to have that discipline, that sternness to get. But don't turn off their capacity to love their mamas. When they want to sit and cuddle with their mama, let them. When they want to hug on their mama, kiss on their mama, and like, let them. Don't cut that off. Okay, now you too. Because it's like now when they get older and they want to hug on her and they can actually be in a space where they're not cold. 10 years, 20 years down the line, they can still be come up around and hug their mama and they can care for their mama in the right capacity and not be awkward. Then they're going to be able to do the same thing for the women, be able to do the same thing for the women that involve it, which helps them be the great daddies, be the daddy that the daddy's little girl embodies. You feel me? The little girl that is supposed to be the set because he has to be a mama's boy first. So that way he knows how to engage with feminine energy, all forms of feminine energy, the maternal, the spouse, and the sororal. Then he can have his own daughter. You feel me? But until then, he's going to fuck it up. Because if we constantly making us the cold, heartless monsters and then go put him in fucking sports and shit, and then he becomes even more calloused and shit, and then you end up with motherfuckers dragging chicks off the elevator like Ray Rice. I don't know if he didn't have a mother or what the case may be. I don't know. But it's like when you can actually look at a motherfucker and knock it. Like you can knock a chick out and drag her off of an elevator. That's a whole different level of I don't give a fuck. Because I always say this shit. Women, you may not raise them to hit, hit women, but make sure you're not a woman that he wishes he can hit. Because now when you tie that shit into it, that creates a whole different level of worms. I can't be the mama's boy. But at the same time, my mama just put me in a position where I, I, I physically want to do something to her. Because I can't defend myself because I can't do certain shit. It's going to translate to when I'm around women, I'm going to beat the shit out of them. 
let's stop that for our boys. Allow them to be the mama's boy, but at the same time, like, a, and in that I mean it, allow them to embrace and feel energy from a woman. That's simply what it all boils down to. I know it keeps saying, oh, I don't want to be a mama's boy. Let's call it for what it is. Being allowed to embrace all levels of feminine energy from a woman. Not just the playful energy where we get bored after a while and put the toy down. No, being able to embrace all forms of feminine energy. So I'm gonna go ahead and end it there. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they did vegetables. And I'm gonna see y'all all. I'm gonna see y'all all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out. <laughs>